Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to another installment of Players to Watch in 2022 on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're diving into a guy that I'm sure you're already well aware of. We're really not reinventing the wheel here with tipping this guy to do good things. We've spoken about him a lot. Everyone has spoken about him a lot. What I will point out is that if you've only seen him in first grade, you might not know exactly what you're in for. This guy, Selwyn Cobbo, out of the Brisbane Broncos. Looks like to me he's going to be an absolute star. We spoke about him during last season. We picked him up in our Supercoach draft competition. We spoke about him then as well. We think he's got huge high-end ability. We did say at the time uh, when we picked him up that he was playing centre and we didn't think that was his position long-term. And after watching him play centre for a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm pretty confident that isn't going to be his position long-term. Now, if you watched him play first grade last year for the Brisbane Broncos, made his debut in round 13 against the St. George Illawarra Dragons, playing on the wing there. Personally, I think he's more suited to playing on the wing than he is at centre, but it looks like long-term fullback will be his position. Now, based on his 2021 form, did pretty well for the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, seven games, two tries, one try assist, one line break. You need to consider from those seven games, uh, the Broncos won two of them. Uh, some of those games include a loss by 40 points to the Dragons, a loss by 30 points to the Raiders, a loss by 46 points to the Rabbitohs. So his first four games were really in games where for a debutante winger to have an impact on, pretty tough gig. Uh, he moved to center a little bit later and, you know, straight away, the Brisbane Broncos, they did improve. Uh, they lost to the Roosters 21-20. They beat the Warriors 24-22. Then they lost to the Sharks by eight points. And then they beat the Newcastle Knights 35-22 in the last round. So his last month or so was pretty impressive playing center. 
Look, he had a good season without being outstanding. You could see how raw he is. And this is the reality of the situation, that because he was playing for the Broncos, they were in the bubble and whatnot, he wasn't able to go back and play reserve grade until he came out of the bubble, which he did eventually once the Broncos were eliminated from the 2021 season. But he had to stay in first grade, which personally I thought wasn't ideal for him. I think that if he would have been able to go back to Queensland Cup and play some footy there, I definitely think that's how Kevin Walters would have handled this situation, as you do with young guys it's not a negative on him it's just trying to get his body used to playing against grown men realistically now his games this season as we said two tries one try break uh one try assist one line break um 25 tackle breaks across his seven games it ends up being 3.5 per game now keep in mind against the south Sydney rabbitos he only played 22 minutes so it's essentially six games of football averaging three odd tackle breaks in games where the team is not winning. He averaged 103 metres across those games, uh, including 45 post-contact. So i, I got to tell you, I, I was pretty impressed with him to start the season. I spoke about him a, a little bit last season, uh, that I like him. And look, he, it was his first season in first grade. So as much as, you know, their stats and everything to go by and they're, they're good without being great, I think when you look at his Queensland Cup stats, that's really where you get an idea of where this kid is going. As I say with all these young guys, you've got to remember that when they're coming into first grade, realistically, they are at Q Cup or New South Wales Cup level. How they dominate in that normally gives you an indication of where they're going to be in a couple of years in first grade. Now, when you look at his stats in Queensland Cup, it really is unbelievable. Now, he played nine games there. Uh, sorry, 10 games. He had nine wins. He only lost one game, which, of course, was the Queensland Cup grand final um, against the Norse Devils. Now, I mean, yes, he lost, but I mean, there's a fair argument to say he was the very best player on the field. He was unbelievable. In that loss, they lost that one 16 to 10. It was his only loss of the season in Queensland Cup. He had one try, two line breaks, 18 tackle breaks, 18, one eight, one more than 17, 18 tackle breaks, 91 post-contact meters, and he ran for 274 meters. Now, with stats like that, you would assume that his team would have scored 40 points. They scored 10. They scored 10 points, and they conceded 16. So this was a close, close contest. And he comes out with one try, two line breaks, 18 tackle breaks, 91 post-contact meters, 274 meters. May I add, 274 meters, he only had 24 touches. So he's going for more than 10 meters a touch in that grand final. 24 touches, 18 tackle breaks. He was breaking almost a tackle every single time he touched the ball. Two line breaks from 24 touches as well. Pretty damn handy. Now, hopefully as a fullback, you want to see those touches upped a little bit, which I think is a good sign of where he can go to as well, that in his limited touches, this is what he was able to achieve, which I think was phenomenal. That North Devils side, by the way, well coached by Rowan Smith. We've had him on the podcast, a very great rugby league mind. He would have done everything he possibly could to minimize the impact that this guy could have. And I'm really looking forward to having a chat to Rowan during the season about this guy, Selwyn Cobo, and what it was like coaching against him and how he prepared for him. But good coach, good team, still came up with stats like that. Didn't win the game. Fair enough. Hold it against him if you want. But it was the only game that he lost all year in Queensland Cup, which is pretty impressive. Yes, he was in a good side. I understand that. But every single time he was in that side, he was the fullback straight away. So it shows he's a pretty key cog. Now, when you have a look at his stats from the Queensland Cup last year, as I said, 10 games, 9 wins. In those 10 games, he scored six tries. He had two tries, nine line breaks. He had 70 tackle breaks. So across those 10 games, 
He had, he broke seven tackles per game, which is phenomenal, unbelievable. You look at him too; he's ninety nine kilos at the moment. He looks like he could be he could add an extra five or six kilos to his frame and be completely fine. He is still growing into his body. He looks to me very similar to the early days of Greg Inglis when he was playing, you know, center and fullback down at the Melbourne Storm, scoring off scrums. He looks very similar to when Latrell Mitchell burst onto the scene for the Sydney Roosters and was playing fullback there too. Look very skinny. Look like they had a lot of weight to. Put on them now. What the other thing I want you to consider from those ten games in Queensland Cup as a nineteen-year-old playing in his first season against grown men, he averaged one hundred and eighty-four meters per game. Now, granted, the grand final um, game there was that was a big outlier. He scored a, a lot of big stats there. Obviously, eighteen tackle breaks, two hundred and seventy-four meters lifts that average a little bit. But doesn't that say more to you about what the guy does on the biggest stages? I mean, that just screams to me that this kid has got massive, massive potential. Now, I want you to consider that when he played first grade this year, for me, he was playing out of position. He was playing center. I don't think he should have been playing center. He did well there. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think he's a center. I think he will be a better winger. I think he'll be an even, even better fullback later on down the track. Now, that Broncos team went like an absolute busted, very average season. They finished the season pretty well. Keep in mind, he played for the last four weeks or so. They won two of them. Could argue he had something to do with that. He played some great football. What I want you to think about, though, into season 2022, the Broncos have added some key pieces. Number one, they've added Adam Reynolds, which is going to be massive. Now they've got some direction. Now they've got a kicking game, which whilst having a kicking game doesn't really influence Selwyn Cobbo, who's probably going to be playing on the wing, what it does is it puts the Broncos back in the grind. It means that now they've got someone to control them. Last year, I spoke about it with Denon Kemp on Bloke in a Bar, and this is where Reynolds is going to be so important. For example, that game against the Melbourne Storm, they're leading 6-0 in the 25th minute when Storm score a try through Ryan Pappenhausen and that's where a guy like Adam Reynolds he, he he levels everything down he controls the next set he kicks to a corner and he gets them back into the grind instead the Broncos conceded four tries to Ryan Pappenhausen in the next 13 minutes or whatever it was I can't see that happening to the Broncos now that they've got an Adam Reynolds. His kicking game and his control will keep them in the contest, which will allow guys like Selwyn Cobbo to have more opportunities. The other beautiful side of this is that Adam Reynolds, he will be playing on the right side, which is where, from what I've gathered, looking at the Brisbane Broncos tra- preseason training, it looks like Selwyn Cobbo will be on the right wing. So that will be massive, massive. Having Adam Reynolds on his side controlling that edge will be huge. The other big plus, and arguably the bigger plus, he's going to be playing on the right wing. Have you seen who's playing right center for the Brisbane Broncos? It is going to be Katoni Staggs. Now, I know what you're thinking. He's always injured, blah, blah, blah. I get it. If Katoni Staggs can put together a full season here, for me, I think he is one of the more potent. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today right edge centers in rugby league. Joey Manu, he is still number one for me. Turbo, when he plays Origin, you can put him at number one too if you want. I think Tony Staggs really does have the potential to be the best right center in the NRL playing week to week after Joey Manu. I think at his absolute best, he could jump Joey Manu over the next few years. He's got that sort of, sort of raw potential and people will laugh at that and say it's ridiculous. 
just keep an eye on Katoni Staggs because he is a supreme talent. Now, last year, I had Staggs in my draft team. I also had Jermaine Osako for a while there. They were forming the right edge combination. And because I got to watch them so closely, you see the impact that Katoni Staggs has on the entire defensive line. He sucks guys in everywhere. Now, Selwyn Cobbo is going to be given so many opportunities out on that edge, it's not even funny. The great thing about Katoni Staggs is that he is probably one of the best running centers in rugby league. I think that's a 100% a fair argument. But he has got a brilliant offload, and he looks to pass as well. He is not a selfish footballer. So you will see Selwyn Cobbo get so many opportunities. You will see so many defensive lines get sucked in on Katoni Staggs. It will create opportunities for Selwyn all the time. And if you give this guy half opportunity, he will take it, and he will finish it. He's a big, lanky fellow. He's going to be a great kick target. You look at his Queensland Cup highlights. There's a number of times where he scores off kick kicks, Adam Reynolds is going to be well and truly prepared for this. I guarantee that, that I guarantee there's a few tries that are scored where either Adam Reynolds kicks, someone Cobo goes up, catches it and comes down, or I, I reckon there'll be more where Cobo knocks it back and you see Tony Staggs get it with a broken defense in front of him and he just muscles his way over. I think this is going to be a real target for the Broncos heading into season 2022 and I think Selwyn Cobo's in for a big year. Long term, do I think he's a winger? No, I don't. I think he's a fullback long term but I would take this season just to ease him into first grade. Just ease him in there. Maybe if you see the fullback Tessie New go down at some point, maybe Cobo jumps in there then. You've still got Jermaine Osako, a couple of other guys that you can use there. But for me, I would let him play out this season on the wing. I'd let him stay outside of Tony Staggs. I'd let him build his confidence out there. I'd let him play on the edge with Adam Reynolds because you're going to get points there. You're going to get experience out there as well. I think this is a great season, a great opportunity to leave Selwyn Cobo on the right side, let him score 10, 12, 13 tries out there. Let Tony Staggs score 7, 8, 9, 10 as well. They're going to reek havoc down there. I said it on the Bloke in a Bar podcast a few weeks ago and people laughed saying that it could be the most potent edge in rugby league. I'm not saying it will be. I'm saying it could be. I think it will be one of the more potent edges in rugby league. I think it's going to be very underrated and I think people that don't understand how good this Cobo is are in for a rude shock and if you don't understand how good Katoni Staggs is inside him, you're in for an even bigger shock. Hopefully both of these guys stay injury free and they get to play the whole season because it will be so good for Selwyn Cobo long term. Eventually, I see him being the fullback for the Brisbane Broncos. That's where I see him going eventually. But you've got to remember, this guy is very young. He is very raw. He's 19 years of age. He should probably have another year or two in reserve grade. I think it would do him wonders to play a bit more footy in reserve grade at fullback. But if he's got this opportunity to play in first grade and Kevin Walters believes that he's up to it, playing outside of Tony Staggs could be an absolute godsend to him. Keep an eye on Selwyn Cobo last year. is a guy that I didn't need to point out to you. Everyone is well aware of this guy. As I said at the start, not reinventing the wheel. But those stats from Queensland Cup last year are incredibly impressive, especially the grand final performance. One try, two line breaks, 18 tackle breaks, 91 post-contact meters, 274 run meters from just 24 touches in a 16-10 to 10 loss in a Queensland Cup grand final. This kid, he is someone that you need to watch. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 